Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. I don't have to ask. <laughs> Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab at the podcast here to bring you those tales from behind the bar? My name is Carl, and I've been bartending for over 13 years now. Look at you. Look at me. Finally updated your spiel. Hey, I've said over 10 (laughs) years, over 11, so I've never been technically wrong. Right. (laughs) You've just not been 100% accurate either. That's accurate. Not 100%. How's that 100%? Irrelevant. Mm. My name is Riley, and I like to check Carl on his shit. (sighs) And in this podcast, we talk about... What do we talk about? See, you can't do that part either. That's your part. Well, they're all my parts. (laughs) Yes. So I can't remember all of them. On this lovely little podcast, we read stories off the internet in the hospitality world, mostly bartending, but we do read stories that involve restaurants in general through the eyes of the guest or the employee. We talk about it should have been handled differently or was it handled perfectly? Yes. Then we rate the story one through five, one being your average story, five being a unique situation. And then if there was an asshole or a hero, we discuss that too. Yes. Perfect. And today I actually get to say and mean it with everything in my little heart. What are we drinking, Riley? We are drinking a concoction I made up. That's it. Yep. It's got some spiced rum. It's got some macadamia nut liqueur. It's got some pineapple rum. It's got some lime. It's got some coconut. Is that Aperol floated on top? Campari. Mm. <laughs> See, you are coming to the dark side. <laughs> I'm not. I just knew it needed some something to counteract all of the sweetness that's in it. Cheers. Cheers. I know. And now you're understanding that there's other Shh. things. <laughs> that is fucking weird. <laughs> What the fuck? I like it. <laughs> it's not. It it's, needs some work. Yeah. There's definitely like, a, I wonder if it's that macadamia in there. Macadamia. That's what I said. Um, I don't know. It's it's good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like just missing. I'm just like, it has this. Is there something with cinnamon in it or something? Spice rum. Hmm. What spice rum did you use? Doesn't matter. Captain Morgan. Sailor Jerry. <laughs> You can sail right the fuck off this podcast what you can do. But <laughs> I just wanted to see what would happen. I was fucking around and we found out. And it's not that bad. It's only got an ounce of. No, it's it's the macadamia. Macadamia. That's what I said. There's macadamia. no N at the end of it. I said macadamia. No, you didn't. I did. Go back and re- replay the tape. If you can edit this podcast, then you can go edit and replay that. But since I get to edit. <laughs> Replay the tape. All right. So, oh, and this nonsense. (laughs) Fuck, we go off the rails so fast. You have a story ready for us, right? I do. Okay. So, this comes from the funny subreddit, obviously on Reddit, (laughs) (laughs) from 280Gaming is the user. And it's called The Amazing Bartender Story. And this is one of the few that we get from the customer's point of view. Okay. How long ago was it posted? Uh, Six years. Just a little bit ago. And yeah, it, yeah, it's been a minute. So here we go. 
Once upon a time, I was with my girlfriend at the bar. She had many more drinks than I did, and I was playing catch up. She had been there for an hour or two before me with some of her friends. I look over as my shot was on the way and saw that look on her face. The I'm about to puke, get me out of here face. (laughs) (laughs) I quickly take my shot. As soon as I down it, she pukes all over the bar. I get out of there, apologize on her behalf and proceed to carry her home, which happened to be up a massive hill. I finally get up the street and I feel like Iron Man (laughs) doing a good thing, being responsible and helping others. I get home, lay her down, get her water. And a trash can put by the bed just in case. We go to sleep and the next morning she, of course, says the famous line, what happened last night? I proceed to tell her that I puked on the glory days bar trying to jog her memory to see if she remembers at all what she had done. Then, to my amazement, she says, I can't be with someone who doesn't know when to stop drinking and can't control themselves. I was jaw dropped. Couldn't believe it. She leaves and I don't even say anything. We had only been dating for a few weeks and I was just going to let it go and laugh it off. Then she walked directly from my house back to the bar down the street and to apologize on my behalf. She gets there and guess what? Same bartender. That bartender worked all night, woke up and had another shift that very morning. (laughs) As it must have went, the bartender must have been laughing his head off that she was apologizing on my behalf for something she had done. He proceeds to tell her that it was her, not me, that had thrown up on the bar. She must have been so mind blown that upon hearing that news, so much so that she calls me crying and says she was sorry. Later that night, I go to the bar by myself to watch the football game that was on. The bartender, which served us the night before, was still there. What the (laughs) This man worked a lot of hours that week, lol. (laughs) He comes up and tells me, I can't believe you told your girlfriend it was you that threw up and not her. Very funny, he thought. He proceeds to give me free drinks because it was so funny. Halfway through the game, I end up talking to the girl sitting next to me and telling her what happened the night before. Turns out that girl I was talking to was one of my ex's friends she had been drinking with before I had showed up. She can't believe it. Right away, takes her friend like WTF. That's how I get. That's how I met the girl I would end up dating for years and years. Still together. Life is funny. (laughs) There are so many little compartments to that story. I know. I mean, first of all, legend bartender. What a clopin. What's a a close open close? Uh, that's a that's two doubles in a row <laughs> no i know but i mean yeah wow first of all legend bartender good job i've been there done that you're just like what the fuck but you know he, they're probably having fun right okay i mean that would i mean can you imagine how your emotions as a bartender would go for that because you you know you have a clopin or you know you have a double <sighs> Weird. You know you have a double tomorrow mm-hmm. and some chick just yaks all over your bar. Mm-hmm. You're like, fuck my life. Yep. Then the next morning, that's like an automatic like revitalization when she comes in and apologizes for something she had done that she wasn't apologizing for herself. I would die. Side note. This a lot. This drink is huge. It is in our biggest Collins glass, which is like a 16 ounce plus size Collins it's got glass. Three ounces of liquor in it. I don't know what you want from me. No, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Anyways, I'm just like sucking it down. Like, oh, there's so much. Anyways, okay. So let's start from the beginning. Uh huh. We've both kind of been in those positions. I know, like, 
you've been on the position where you, I've started before you got there mm-hmm. and I was pretty drunk. And I'm pretty every sure. Time. Almost every time, every time we go out drinking. Almost every time. Um, and then there's probably been in 10 years, there's probably been a couple of times where you were out drinking and I come and meet you up and stuff like that, which is fine. Like, I mean, but we, I don't think either of us have been like moments from puking when the other one shows up. First of all, I mean, I can proudly say I don't think I've ever puked in public. Like not even in a bathroom? No. Interesting. I always wait till I get to the home that I'm supposed to be that day. It, I might not be at home, but like if I'm staying with a friend, in a I private wait residence. Till I, yeah. Or a hotel or something or like whatever. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wherever you're sleeping at. Yep. Yep. Okay. I, on the other hand, have puked in public. Really? Yeah. yeah. I thought I told you this before. <laughs> Do you want to know? Yeah. You want to hear it? Okay. So high school reunion, 10 year high school reunion. Um, Wait, I went to that one. No, you went to the 15. Oh. Ten-year, I was newly single. Okay. Like, we're talking like 30 days newly single. Yep. And and I get there early. Like, there's like four or five people that I know in the bar, and I kind of know them. And, you know, after two drinks, I started talking to them, whatever. And, you know, I also had more and more people. And this is like the biggest high school reunion that I've been to so far. Right. And because it's our tenure, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, you know, getting filled with everyone. And just, again, people I haven't really seen in 10 years. So anyways, I'm drinking up a storm. And then I just, you know, you get that feeling like, oh, man, if I have one more, maybe two, like I'm going to throw up. You know, you get that feeling. Because you're so full, but you're also shithouse. Right. But you're also want to have a good time. And then all of a sudden someone goes, you want anyone who wants to do rumplements? I'm like, nope. And they're Carl, come on. I'm like, I am at that point. If I do it, I will throw up. And so I even, then you said bet. <laughs> no, that's what I told them. Right. And then they said, just fucking do it. I'm like, okay. And then you said bet. <laughs> no, I mean. I'm kidding. Yeah. And so we do it and we're, we're in the middle of the bar. It's fucking packed because come to find out, there's also a five-year high school reunion going on the same time at the same fucking bar. Of so course. this place is fucking packed up a storm. Because there's like three places in Muscatine to do that. Right. And so we take the shot and then it went. It went down my gullet, and I'm like, it ain't fucking staying down here at all. <laughs> it said, nope, it came right back up. It came up. right back up. And so, I, t- uh, again, we're it's packed. So, I just lowered my head. I puked in my hand and then just did the whole, like, throw it on the floor thing. Oh, gross. But I had no. I know, but gross. I, ugh, I understand. So, then I walked to the bathroom, fucking washed my hands. And then I asked him for a towel. I cleaned up as much as possible. Well, that's good. But at least you did that. I because it's hard because like you know people probably already walking walking through it for the past two minutes. You know, so someone's like, "What happened?" I'm like, I just spilled my drink, and you know, I cleaned it up. Here you go. And I was like, "It is time to get the fuck out of here because there's no way I can do anything more." And so that is the only time that I can think of that I've puked in public because in the four or five not the four or five jesus in the 10 years that we've known each other i've only thrown up five times total and three of them were because i had was sick right so <laughs> yeah that's my puking in public yeah i usually i just wait till i get home <laughs> yeah. well you're strong-willed than i okay so anyways we went sideways super quickly on this right okay so he gets there she pukes instantly i what? mean it sounds like he'd been there for a, a few minutes but yeah he was whatever same thing <laughs> So he gets there and then he takes her home. Uh-huh. Carries know, her up a hill. Carries her up a hill. I can only imagine because we used to live up a big ass hill. 
And if I carried you or anyone else up that hill, I'd be like, think I'm fucking Superman too. Yeah. Or Iron Man, whoever yeah, said he. He said Iron Man, but yeah. And I mean, <laughs> to be fair, I'm sure she was smaller than I am. <laughs> it's a fair bet. Right. And then does the nice thing, water bed. Takes care of her. Right. She fucked up. Yeah. And then <laughs> I get why he uh, tells her the Heathrow because he wants to see her reaction, especially if this is a new relationship, you know? Well, yeah. Like he doesn't want her to be embarrassed. Well, no, he's trying to see how she's going to react. Maybe, yeah. But doesn't he say that? He says he tries to figure out, or maybe after, or... Oh, he wants to jog her memory. Right, okay. Yeah. Because maybe that, because when does she have a disgusting, like, taste in her mouth? Like, you know when you wake up, you're like, oh, I did throw but up. But you, you know? always have a disgusting taste in your mouth after you nah, drink. acid. And he, and he made her drink a bunch of water. That's and- true. Okay, so anyways... I mean, first of all, this guy is nicer than me. I would never take one with the team or just to try your memory. I'm like, you no, don't I remember? Know, you're an asshole. What? Well, that's not being an asshole. I wasn't <laughs> no, the I'm asshole. Kidding. I'm kidding. But I would be like, are you sure you don't remember what happened? Like, do you remember when I got there? Do you remember me getting there? No? Okay. You know, like just keep egging <laughs> her on. Right. But then what a bitch. Yeah. What a complete bitch for... Yeah. For like, I can't date someone that throws up in public. When it's right. Because if you, if you want to have that high and mighty mentality, you need to not black out. Right. If you don't remember what happened. Right. Then you can't control yourself. Right. Right. You're already setting a double You're standard. already a hypocrite. Right. And this bitch, this ain't the first time this happened to her. Oh, can't be. Maybe not the thrown up part, but the blacking out at the right. bars thing, you know, and stuff like right. that. Probably happens all the time in friends. Because, because he said he... He already knew the look that I'm about to puke and get me out of here look right on her face. And then he also said, she says the famous line, what happened last night? So like, this is, yeah. I mean, maybe not with him, but it's like that he, this is, this is a routine. Mm-hmm. She has a standard. Right. But she also has like 43 double standards. To, right. To match it. To match it. And then, oh man, to be that bartender and to see her walk in. Right. And first of all, I'll be like, you're fucking vertical. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then to to be that bartender listen to the story, I'm so sorry that my boyfriend, you know, got so drunk here last night that you he threw would, up everywhere. You would revel in being that bartender, uh, telling her uh, what way is up. Oh, uh, I was <laughs> like, when this bitch shuts the fuck up. You would get off I on would <laughs> bring the pain. <laughs> it sounds like that's what the bartender did. Right. And then... For the dude to go back down there that same day or the next day, technically, right. you know, whatever for him. And then the bartender gets to tell Her. him or oh, yeah, him. to tell him the story yeah. of what just happened earlier that day. Man, there is so much in the story. There's so much to it. There's so much. And then he meets the woman of his dreams sitting at that same bar, being her fucking friend uh-huh. that he has not met yet. Right. Or, or they met and he doesn't remember because... She was probably part of the group that. Well, she says. Yeah, she had been drinking with her the night before, but so he may have met her, but not remembered it. Why would he have not remembered? It says in there that she had left or something, I thought. He just said had been drinking with before I showed up. Oh. Or maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could have been a group of them. How many times have you walked into a place where I am and you don't remember who I'm talking to? Everyone. Literally. You're there? Oh, okay. Oh, that's awesome. I so, want to know if if they're still together. This was six years ago, and he said it, it had been a while, and he, he ended up dating her for years and years. I wonder if they're still together. 
I mean, look, just being together for years and years is a long time. So, you know. Right. This story probably happened, what, three years before this story? Maybe. I mean, years and years. Yeah, that's that's more than two. More than, yeah. <laughs> so, man, maybe maybe they start dating when we start dating. Maybe. Which is why I want to know if they're still together. Interesting. <laughs> Another lovely couple at meeting at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the asshole of the story is, is the ex-girlfriend. The ex-girlfriend, for sure. The hero of the story. Is the bartender. And the boyfriend. Oh, for sure. So there's two heroes. It's like the Justice League. There's two different heroes in the story. <laughs> now, what do you rate this story? What do you, how unique? So this has got to be, this has got to be high. Like, I'm thinking 4.5. Okay. Because if if you look at it from the bartender's perspective, if we step outside of the OP's story and look at it like it was your shift that you were working and then you came back after like five hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. And this was you. This would be one of those stories that I remember forever. Absolutely. Because it's it's one thing to have somebody come in and apologize. That happens out. Just having somebody come back and apologize gets you like a 2.5. Okay. Apologizing for somebody else when it was you and then being the one to tell them that they were the one that fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's priceless. So I'm I'm going 4.5. And then that dude. And then facilitating. Meeting a yeah. new girl who happens to be the friend of that girl. And then they are a and then, couple. And then more. watching the blo- the blossoming relationship that lasted for years and years. After this, th- that gets another point three. It's 4.8 for me. Here's how that conversation went. Or here's some of the discussion during that conversation between the two. Uh-huh. They just bad mouth that bitch all night long because she's friends with her, right? So she gets to uh-huh. see this side of her all the time. And she probably says, yeah, she's always kind of, you know, right. she always thinks she's in the right, never is the wrong, right. you know. And they're not gaslighting her because she's probably true. But no, because not, gaslighting would be making her feel wrong. Right. Not, that's not what I meant. I meant something else, but I don't know. But they, they're just, they are getting on a certain they're, level together because they are. The uh, word you're looking for is commiserating. Okay. They're commiserating. Yeah. So I, I could just see that going on. So <laughs> you gave it a four eight. Yes. Just because there are so many pieces and each piece gets it just a little bit higher. Because mm-hmm. like I, I've never been. Working on a shift where somebody's yacked that I had to clean it up. Granted, I know that that happens all the time. So that's like maybe like a one, one and a half. Yeah, but these are on scenarios that we can relate to. And we've talked about it right. numerous times on, not numerous, a couple times on the podcast where I think between the two of us, we've only seen one person throw up and that was me. And never directly on a bar. Right. So, I mean, yeah. So like each each piece of this. And I love that there's so much follow up. Like mm-hmm. this is this is a whole story. We get we get the whole thing from beginning to end. Obviously, only one perspective, but it's very thorough as far as like this could be a great video to make for the 48 hour film project. It could. <laughs> if we ever if we ever do it again and we get love story, <laughs> we're going to take this as the uh, as the blueprint. Just shut up. Just shut up. Okay. Write your story. <laughs> <laughs> or write my story. Just because you want to be different, why not a 4.8? Why 4.75? Justify your rating. I don't have to justify shit to you. It's my rating. Says who? I want to hear why. I don't don't need you to justify it. I want you to uh, elucidate. Stop using big words. (laughs) Elaborate. 
I mean, it's all the same same reasons you have. Um, if I remember correctly, like Steve's Sharpie <laughs> story, yeah, was like a four eight, you know, and stuff like that. I guess I just see that as a more unique story than this. This one does have a lot of like layers to it, but I think the whole, I guess, I'm just you know, this is just what I feel. It's just a little less unique. That, than okay. that and i mean we're i mean we're talking like you know half a sneeze to the left instead of the right, center, right? Like, you know? <laughs> so there we go if you have a story that you want to share with us please leave it on our subreddit do you want to start a tab there's a link in the description of any podcast player that you're listening to just click it you don't even have to use your real name you can make up one two three four i like cocktails or whatever it can be yep and let us know any story that you've seen or that you were a part of. We'd love to hear from you. And then we'll talk about it and do exactly what we just did. But if you are a person that doesn't like to type and you're more of a verbal storyteller, we have a phone number to help you. And that phone number is 563-277-0072. Leave us a voicemail. Talk about your story. If you're at the bar, do a play-by-play. We'd love to hear that. Yeah, there you go. We appreciate you guys listening to the show. We love you guys so much. If you guys want to support the show, we do have a Patreon for just $3 a month. We talk more with each guest about their personal experiences, their growth in the bartender industry, what they're doing now, and everyone's different journey because not everyone's going to be a life bartender. And they each have exciting lives. So yeah, just for $3 a month, you know, that's a pint That's less than a pint of glass of beer. So go check it out. Links in the description at Patreon. Do you want to start a tab? Thank you so much, guys. Do you guys know Riley and I have a YouTube channel called Alchemix Bar, a website and Instagram based all around cocktails? We also created the Bartender's Alphabet to better understand slang and descriptions and other things involved with cocktail making. So if you want to check that out, it's in the link description. Bartender's Alphabet at Alchemix Bar. Hope you guys enjoy. And now back to the show. Now, let me bring up my little story here. This comes from M-A- 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 yep. Am I the Asshole subreddit from C Candle 2058 from one day ago. One day. They barely hit enter on the keyboard. So the jury is still out. Still out. But... We are the final verdict here. Are we? We are. Am I the asshole for asking a sober bartender for a beer recommendation? No. I'm not even done with the story yet. <laughs> Immediately, no. <laughs> okay. That's our job. I went to a new bar recently that I had not been to before. So I was not familiar with the staff nor some of the craft beer selection they had on tap. I waited a little while before being served and was then approached by a bartender. I asked what her preferred craft beer was between two choices I had narrowed it down to while waiting. She icily informed me that she was sober and didn't drink, therefore wouldn't be able to recommend. I was surprised by the tone, so just picked one in panic, then felt bad for asking a sober person what their preference was, as she seemed not to appreciate my assumption. Thinking back, perhaps it was a poor way to ask her opinion. I could have said, which would you recommend, rather than, what is your preference? Was I wrong to assume someone working in a bar would drink? Did she overreact? Did I choose to... Or did I choose a poor expression? Am I overthinking this? Yes, you're overthinking it. Absolutely. I mean, listen, I am 
crowd of people who work in the industry and want to be sober or need to be sober. Good for you. Like with absolutely all of the feeling I can muster, I am proud of you. However, if you are working in the industry and somebody asks you for a recommendation, you cannot be a dick about it. Right. It's your job. Yep. I do not like to shower grown men, but it's my job. I have to do that because I work with adults with disabilities. Right. It's your job. Don't be a dick. Period. You're not the asshole. Not much more to say besides that because, <laughs> you know, like you're choosing to work at a bar. Right. People are going to ask you, what do you think? Right. If what, you're what, sober. Which is fine. Absolutely fine. Don't be a dick. Find a good response. Hey, I don't drink. I'm so sorry. Um, let me ask another bartender who they should does are, like things. Yes. They should, right. You should have that canned response. Right. You should know. You should already know what, right. what, how, and, unless it's like a hundred taps or something like that. But, but even still, but, you should have like five that you can pull out of your pocket. I know. But what I'm saying though is, yeah. is if it's like under 20, you should know what all these beers taste like. Not saying that you should taste them yourself, but you should know what like how to sell them like oh this tastes like this or this tastes like that right you know and say like i don't drink but bar other bartenders tell this or other guests say this about that beer right like, like there should be some sort of response to um that or like look hey i don't drink i don't know much about this beer do you want to sample it right and if, if you can't keep your mood in check when talking about alcohol you shouldn't work in a bar mm -hmm. it's it's like you you don't drink ipas but you're not gonna tell people Oh, I don't fuck off for drinking an IPA. They're disgusting. What I tell when we have two or three IPAs at, at the old bar I used to work at. Yeah. Um, I would be like, you know what? I don't drink IPAs. This is what these taste like. And this, then, one, this one's a New England style. This one's like, this one's a whatever else style. Like, right. what, this what one's do you super prefer? hoppier. This one's a little sweeter. Yeah. yeah. And then it's so funny when I tell people I don't drink IPAs. That they look at me like I'm the asshole for saying that. I'm like, what? I just don't like IPAs. I, we, I go, my wife and I like sour beers. And then they even get more offended as if I just offended their fucking morals and beliefs. Yeah. It's like, whatever. I mean, people, people hold what they drink so dearly. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know. I still, everybody just needs to loosen up. Yeah. This is literally alcohol. Like you're drinking. It's, it, 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 it's not supposed to be that serious. Right. Right, exactly. Um, it's everyone's saying that she's not an asshole. She was icy. Did you want ice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no way she. You're an asshole. You're just overthinking it. Well, um, and I mean, and it, it sucks that sometimes these, sometimes that people think this way, right? Like as if they're in the wrong for someone else's behavior. You know, like as that's if that's a trauma response. I, I, I get that. I like I I have those feelings and I do struggle with that a lot. Like if you if you speak to me with the wrong tone, I'm going to think I did something wrong. But, but I've never time, done that to you, right? Oh fuck off! But did I just literally do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's it just sucks, right? Like you have no moral obligation. <sighs> okay, I won't go there with what I'm about to say. I, you have no obligation to know if that bartender is sober or not. It is not you. You do not need to know that, and it's not your responsibility to know that before you ask this question. And they are more than will. They are more than welcome to share. However, they're not allowed to be a dick about it. Right. Or they could just say, you know, here's what here's what I've heard. 
or, you know, I go, I'm not sure. Would you like to sample both of them? Sure. Easy That's peasy. a great response. Easy peasy. Or like, hey, what, what style of beers do you drink? Here's what we've got on tap in that style. Right. I can't, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm just, yeah, no, go ahead. Sorry. All right, I'm not going to tell you like what I think of them because I don't have to. It's not my, it's like, I don't have to disclose that I'm sober, but I do have to like help you find what you want. That's mm-hmm. my job. Yeah. And then, I mean, that's just hospitality industry. No matter if you're a server or a host or a bartender or a bar back, you're going to get questions asked you by guests. How's the food? What do you like? You know, right. because. If they've never been there before, if you're new, no one knows what to expect. And they just like to hear what other people like. Even right. though you're, you have no idea if your taste buds align, it's just, sometimes you're like, oh, okay. And at the very least, you can be diplomatic. Uh, I don't like, I don't like IPAs. <laughs> However, these are popular. Yep. You so. can say that. You can say, I don't drink, but these are popular in that style. Mm-hmm. You, you can, you can, you can maintain your sobriety. And still help people. Yep. Yeah. So there we go. This has been a fun podcast. Yeah. It actually like it actually has been very fun. I I feel like my story was very fun to read. Right. No, that story was great. And your story was very fun to vociferously and enthusiastically encourage somebody to not feel bad about something they didn't do wrong. Yeah. And like, I think, I hope people who listen to this podcast can start like learning some more bar slash restaurant etiquette. Etiquette. Yeah. Etiquette. (laughs) How many ounces of booze in this drink again? (laughs) Two, two, three plus the Campari. So probably like three and a quarter. Okay. But, um, you know, like, I mean, that's, you know, obviously we're having fun with this, but it's also like, we're trying to be fun with teaching people who maybe not have certain understanding of how things work in the hospitality industry, because it's not like you're taught that in fucking school. Right. Because I feel like they're, I mean, I feel like the, the industry is evolving as far as customer view goes, like mm-hmm. people working in the hospitality industry are being more humanized recently. Mm-hmm. However, there is still an old mindset that you are here to serve me. And that is, that is absolutely true. However, you don't get to degrade me. Right. And it works on both sides. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. The internet has definitely changed a lot of things. Fucking TikToks and Facebook reels and yeah. whatever, you know, video instant. Right. It's like it, it, what you're essentially it comes down to people are people treat people like people do unto others as you would have done unto mm-hmm. yourself. Look, the biggest thing I could just tell you is don't be a dick, tip your bartender, and drink responsibly. Cheers to that. Cheers.